Hey folks, this is A. Metz here with the Whiskey Sessions podcast. What follows is a super duper long episode of the Whiskey Sessions podcast. We were lucky enough to have vodka on with us, so we cut it into two episodes. So this is kind of the first half of the episode, and we're going to leave you with a cliffhanger. So yeah, enjoy the episode. podcast we have a very special episode today it's episode 52 we are talking about passions and we are joined by a very special guest uh joining us once again vodka ron what up what up what up do you prefer welcome to the show vodka ron yet again we realize it's been a year since you've been on for the listeners at home do you prefer vodka ron or vodka ron oh and thought of it, uh, we could just yeah. The pronounced D, I think, is better, right? Okay, I agree with that. We're we're not we're not in Jersey. <laughs> Coming out of the gate hot with Jersey Shore, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Let me dial. Let me turn this back to two thousand and nine. Honestly, I would have laughed like a second earlier, but I was chugging beer. Oh, okay, no, I, I figured. I maybe I thought there was a tape delay, or I swear what I said was hilarious. <laughs> Vodka. Vodka Ron. Um, B Pimp, how's everything going with you? Oh, it's going great. I'm in my uh, recording cave with my special recording lighting going oh. on, so I'm feeling very much in the mood to record. Good. Yeah, I am in my recording cave as well, where, I, it, for the folks at home who want to see behind the curtain, I record this, we do a Skype call. Uh, and we're on a three-way Skype call right now, and I turned the speakers of my computer toward the microphone, which I am, if there is a sound engineer out there who wants to contact me and tell me a better way to do this, I am certain there is a better way to do this. I just haven't taken the time to figure it out yet. I think you should have some kind of reflective material and bounce it off that first and then <laughs> aim it towards the microphone. I think that's uh, another good way. Maybe I'll set a walkie-talkie next to the speaker, then turn on the other walkie-talkie and put it next to the microphone. Dude, you know what? Check this out. This was something that me and B Pimp were talking about a little bit a little while ago. Somebody needs to come out with this. I don't know how it hasn't been invented yet. And maybe it has. It probably has. I just don't know. But they need somebody needs to invent something where people across the globe can like plug into a singular audio feed and like play music on Skype together or something like that. You know what I'm saying? That would be great. Like, yeah. It just seems like we have the technology. We are just not putting it together. Like how can they time the lag from every person right or something like that where you could hear it all as one thing or something? I don't, I don't know. It's yeah. beyond me, but it, th- it seems like it would be a good idea. Seems like it would be a great idea. Yeah, the lag is... A hilarious thing when we're recording this because be pimp tell me if i'm wrong we've tried to record simultaneous theme songs together and it cannot be done with the half second of lag <laughs> it we have doesn't go, it, it does not go smoothly <laughs> no 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 it goes straight on the boot train if we're having a boot train <laughs> it's the boot train of recording attempts yes but speaking of boot trains 
and smooth trains. We are the Whiskey Sessions Podcast, which means we have a whiskey that we need to try. And B-Pimp, that falls on you for this episode. So why don't you tell the folks what you're going to be drinking? I got a very special uh, whiskey this week from uh, Deb. So I'd like to thank Deb. Way to go, Deb. Getting me this bottle of whiskey. And it's... What up, Deb? (laughs) I don't necessarily know how to pronounce it. It's either Michters or Michters. M-I-C-H-T-E-R apostrophe S. And it's a small batch, unblended American whiskey. Um, it's got a little saying on the front that says, distilled in small batches, according to the Mitch Michters, pre-revolutionary war quality standards dating back to 1753. That is a long time ago. So it's got a, a long lineage. Um, it's hand number, like written on a number for the batch. And what looks to be a silver Sharpie of some kind. So it's kind of fancy. Um, it's also 41.7% alcohol. So it's 83.4 proof. Nice. Which I I don't know if I've seen a, that precise of a proofing on a bottle before. Yeah, that's almost kind of weird. I, I have not seen it that precise either. So let's see if that comes through in the flavor. Yeah, see if, you can, see if you can taste the point four. I mean, that kind of uh, attention to detail, I mean, I know I know you guys don't like to get ahead of yourselves, but, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 I'd be surprised if it wasn't on the smooth train. I don't know about the listeners at home. Uh, the listeners at home, <laughs> I, I think they cross their fingers for something on the smooth train, because they want to know what to try next. All right, B-Pimp, you're thinking about that taste. Is it on the smooth train, or... Does it get the boot? Get out your monthly passes because we're getting on the smooth train. Yeah! <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, what do you like about it? Okay, so I smelled it a little bit before I drank it, which is I know something that people that know what they're doing do. I don't know what I'm doing, but I decided I'm going to smell it anyway, so I took a, a whiff, and it was very pleasing. Almost a sweet scent. Mm. And then I took a sip of it, and it is just downright smooth. I mean, it's so, it's very velvety almost. Hmm. Is the best way I could put it. Real good body to it. There's not, there's no bite or, or harshness. Harshness. It just seems very well aged and whatever their process is, is working. Because it's thumbs up from this guy. Wow. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I gotta, I gotta try that myself. I feel like I've it's personally M- had a bunch of boot whiskeys in a row, but I would like a smooth one. M-I-C-H-T-E-R-S, once again. Michters. So thanks, Deb. You picked a winner. Yeah, thank you, Deb. So, Vakaran, the good folks at home would love to know what you are drinking as well, and if we know it may not be a whiskey, it may be a vodka, it may be a beer, if yes. you recommend it yourself. Yes. Well, what, and you know what? I don't think I'd said this at the beginning, but thank you guys again for having me on. The first time was a blast. I've looked forward to this uh, uh, since B-Pimp uh, suggested the idea. So I'm glad to be back. Um, thank you guys again. We are Just, glad to have you back. You know. um, so tonight, happy. tonight I'm, I'm drinking beers. And um, really quick story. I, I went to a Super Bowl party at the in-laws' house last night. 
And, you know, I just picked up a six-pack just because, uh, I don't know, I just wanted to show up with a six-pack. My, my pops-in-law is, like, a, a you know, a huge beer dude, and he's into trying all the different beers, and he's, like, he's a madman. Every time you go over there, he's, you know, it's, it's never a situation where you need to bring beer over there. But I just thought, hey, for once, you know, I'll bring a six-pack, you know, over there. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, we get into the car, we've got the dip, and, you know, we've got our child, and, um, and uh, I forgot the six-pack. So I was focused on oh. things, forgot six pack. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. I'm drinking a six pack of Great Lakes uh, Brewing Company. It's called Conway's Irish Ale. Um, it's pretty decent, and I'm thinking I'm probably gonna supplement with a little bit of, uh, of vodka here. And um, you know what? I've actually I've, I haven't gone out and bought anything for a while, so I'm kind of slumming it with some Seagram's vodka. Ooh. And uh, and actually, for the folks at home, I would not recommend the Seagram's vodka. <laughs> but I would recommend the Great Lakes uh, Conway's Irish Ale if you're interested in that. Um, now, now, vodka, Ron. Sorry to interrupt. Oh no, no, no what problem. kind of what kind of non uh, non alcoholic beverage are you going to be drinking with your vodka? Are you going to be shooting ah, yes. that? Be chasing with something? Are you going to chase it with beer? What's your style? Yes. So um, typically, yeah, I'm always a chase guy, and. Uh, you know, I, I usually try to avoid chasing with beer if I can. You know, I used to chase be- with beer all the time back in college and, you know, probably even a little bit farther after that, right? But I figure, you know, since, you know, uh, a little bit older now, I should probably, if I'm going to be chasing, <laughs> let's, sorry, I got myself on that one. <laughs> a little bit older now. So if I'm going to be chasing my booze, I should be chasing it with something nicer. Great. Uh. Uh, so I think I don't know what I don't know. I'm gonna have to check what we got. We don't have what I usually like. Usually I try to get that uh, um, that Jewel brand cranberry grape juice, but we don't have any of that. I'm really kind of in I'm kind of in a dire spot with the vodka right now, but I'm you know I'm gonna try to make it work. Well, good luck with that. I I'm a big fan of Great Lakes, but I had not had that Irish ale that you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know if this is like a St. Patrick's Day type of deal, but I don't know. It's, it's not bad. Oh, I forgot that is kind of coming up. Um, but also, speaking of holidays, major holidays, B-Pimp, on the day where we're releasing this episode, it is your birthday. You you got that correct. I'm going to be uh, the old uh, Larry Bird, 33. Yeah, I uh, and I just had my Shaq birthday uh, last week, so we're we're basically the dynamic duo now of basketball, Shaq and Bird. Exactly. Can you imagine if they played together? That would have been unstoppable. Shaq wasn't on the dream team, was he? Ninety-two. That was before Shaq, right? That was his his last year in college, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. So we probably wouldn't. Maybe like an All Star game. Maybe the year after. Possibly. Bird was already out. Yeah, Bird retired in ninety-two, right? Yeah. Oh wow. boy! Ships passing in the night. One of the great what ifs in basketball history is. I just saw. I just saw like a spam Yahoo News article at the bottom of like you know, uh, like a like ESPN. You know how they got those like fake you know news articles that they try to get you to click. Oh, like, clickbait! You know, I, you know I, right? So. um... I'm trying to think of another good example of one that's just, like, ridiculous. Oh, it's just like, oh, you remember this mom from this sitcom in the 90s? 
you should see her now. <laughs> yeah. So like right right next to that, it was Shaq listing his Orlando mansion for so and so million. So I don't know if that's actually a true story, but you know, if anybody is uh, interested in that, I don't know. Ooh. <laughs> That's crazy if he would just now be getting around to listing his Orlando mansion. <laughs> After he left the Magic in what, like 1996? I think the question to ask there then is how old are his kids? Are they? Because I, I think the answer would probably be they're too old to go to Disney World anymore. Probably. I wonder oh, about oh. Shaq's kids. Are they as big as Shaq? They like, gotta be. Born, they were born Shaq-sized. I think that's how it works. Right. And do they go up from there or down from there? They go down. Right. Does Shaq have kids? <laughs> he must. He <laughs> was he married, a, I think. More importantly, does he have a personal info on his Wikipedia? <laughs> he, oh, yeah, that's a good one. We, have, we haven't played that game in a while. We should, uh, future episode. Gotta bring it back. Yeah, it needs to. It's been way too long. Okay, well, we can talk all we want about what's coming down the pike for future episodes, but I think we should probably get back to talking about this episode because we have a very, very special top five. Uh, the top five is so special that it doesn't even matter that my transition into it was a piece of hot garbage. We are talking about our top five passions in life. Hashtag passion projects. Passion, pro yeah, that's right. Start the start the hashtag. Send it to real Donald Trump. This is what we care about, gentlemen. How difficult did you find it to put together your top five passions? Um, I found it very easy, and I think it's because, without giving too much away here, I went outside of the realm of you know the easy. Not, I won't say the easy answers because they might be your answers, and I don't want to seem like a jerk. You guys have me on your podcast. I start insulting you, but you know, just the 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 answers that are there. You'd think for everybody, and mine are just going to be st stupid and trivial. I like you, Ron. I found mine almost comically easy to put together. Something yeah. that I thought would be a, a day long, I would have to kind of meditate on it, really figure out do a couple breathing exercises and come up with my top five. I wrote them down immediately, ranked them very easily, and it almost makes me feel like a simpleton that it was so easy. Mine was a little difficult. Um, I guess not as hard as some of the other ones we've done, but it's just like I had six and figuring out which one wasn't going to stay on was tough. Or maybe I had seven. I don't know. It was a little tough for me, though. Well, I, I, yeah, I have, I have six as well. And actually, I only thought of the sixth one a few minutes ago, but I think it still is going to be in my honorable mentions. But yeah, I'm curious to hear all of yours. Hopefully, we have a double dip in there because. What if there's a triple dip? Whoa, we've never had one of those, have we? We didn't have one last time. I, th I didn't. I thought there was like Arizona tea. Yeah, but I don't. They weren't all in a row, were they? I, we have to have them all be in a row. They don't necessarily have to be like... It doesn't have to be the same number four. But if I go first, then say it's not mine, but then B-Pimp, both you and Vakaran have the same one. Say it's martial arts. 
Uh, and then on the next round, I go first, and mine is also martial arts, then that would still count as a triple dip, I think. Well, you just spoiled one that we all have. <laughs> yeah, well, no, for sure. I mean, that was the giveaway. That, of course, is going to be on our list. Um, so, I'm, I'm willing to place a little wager on this. If, if the triple dip happens tonight, and I'm really hoping it does, I will record a video of myself chugging whatever is it's not i guess it's not that impressive it's like i don't know maybe five or six shots are left in the handle that i have here of vodka if we triple dip i'll chug the rest of that bottle on video and we can post it on the whiskey sessions twitter that would be amazing and don't sell yourself short i think if i try to chug five or six shots at once i would not feel good so so the folks at home i hope uh, you're as excited as i am very I, I am personally very excited. I'm hoping we do have a triple dip. And part of that is going to be figuring out, make sure we pick the right order in the way that we go. Um, but yeah, let's not waste any more time talking about it. We want to see Vodka Ron drink those five or six shots. Just a full mouthful of shots and then some. Um, let's get into it. These are our top five passions. More than four, less than six. It's the top five. Alright, I will go first. My number five passion, and it's been a passion of mine since I was five years old, so as I've already revealed to the listeners, I'm 34, so we are talking about 29 years of it being a passion of mine. My number five is Godzilla movies. Dude! So, I've, I've definitely seen them all, um, and I... It, I'll even say, I, I have a critical eye towards some. I know they're not all good. And actually, I think I'm in the minority opinion in thinking that the 2016 Japanese Godzilla movie called either Shin Godzilla or um, I think some people call it Godzilla Resurgence. I actually did not really like that movie. But I am excited for... Their future offerings. I'm excited for the American one that comes out, I think, in April. And, yeah, I love Godzilla movies. They are the best. Dude, if I could comment two things on that. One, uh, when you said your... Sh- Wait, were we talking about Shaquille O'Neal birthday on the air? We were, right? Yes. Um, when you said that, I thought you were saying 32. I didn't know he was number 34. I thought he was number 32. Oh, so sh- I thought you were 32 years old. Wait, are you right? You might actually be right. Am I thinking, is it my Akeem Olajuwon birthday? It's your Walter Payton birthday. <laughs> Walter Payton? No, no, no. <laughs> we gotta st- stick with basketball big men. Hold on, I gotta look this up really quick. Did I say it was my Shaq birthday and he was number 32? Was that like a sneaky way of me trying to say I'm younger than I am? That's the new, that's the new way to do it. Dude, and while you're looking that up, um, the second comment I had, which is actually a question, you mentioned an American movie. I haven't heard of or seen anything about a Godzilla movie in, jeez, like the longest time. And you think like these days with the way movies are right now that we'd be getting a Godzilla movie like every year. You know, we get like a Transformers movie every year. You know, we get like 10 Marvel movies a year. We get like three DC movies a year. You think we'd get one Godzilla movie? I, well, I mean, agree. What was the last one? Do, do those do those like robot fighting dude ones? Do those count? 
Those do not count. So I'll say, I'll say this: the the last um, American Godzilla movie came out and it had like Brian Cranston. It came out in two thousand fourteen, I think. The one that is coming out in April is a sequel of sorts to that. It's like in the same vein, and they are gearing up. I think the next movie after this one is going to be King Kong versus Godzilla, and it'll be the same King Kong that was in the Kong Skull Island movie that came out like last year. So they're meeting those two together. Oh, it's the same nice. Studio. Uh, okay. Before we keep going with Godzilla, I just looked up Shaq and interesting things going on here. Shaq's number with the Orlando Magic, 32. Ah. Uh-huh. Shaq's number with the Los Angeles Lakers, 34. Ah. Uh, hey, we're both right, dude. Yeah, exactly. He's also uh, 36 when he was with the Celtics. I don't even remember that. 33 <laughs> with the Cleveland Cavaliers and 32 with the Miami Heat. And 32 with the Phoenix Suns. So he was actually 32 more frequently than anything else. So really, when I... I probably shouldn't even say Shaq as being an age. Because he's bounced around. You know what's crazy, dude? I don't know why, but I completely dismissed out of my mind that he was on any other team than the Magic. Yeah, I mean, if that's... Even the Lakers, he won what? He won two championships there? Three, I think. Oh my god, see? Yeah, and I totally just dismissed that that even ever happened. <laughs> there you go. You said, once Shaq left his original team, I'm just not following his career anymore. Alright, B-Pimp, what is your number five? My number five is uh, one that I'm a little bit uh, serious about, so I might get a little emotional. It's the um, NBC soap opera Passions. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> oh boy, I don't think we're going to have any no, triple dicks. It's, <laughs> it's not that. That's my big joke that I've been planning. Uh, okay, I was so, hoping your entire top five would be a joke like that. Just things <laughs> called passions. Dude, you you had you had me on the joke. I didn't want to like say anything because you said it meant a lot, so I didn't want to offend you. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it's like number five, passions. Number four, passion of the Christ. Number three. <laughs> Uh, but no, it's uh, my number five, legitimately, is professional wrestling. Woo! Nice. nice. Are you a WWE fan or a WWF fan? You know, I was a WWF fan, I would say, to answer that question, because I haven't been a fan of theirs for a while. I like all the nerdier, like, uh, Japanese wrestling is my favorite, but then there's... Um, a couple other kind of smaller promotions here in the U.S. that do really good shows, put on really good shows, have some good wrestlers. And I've and I've liked it since I was, like you said, with Godzilla movies. I mean, it's five, you know, like real little. Um, I went through a phase probably from like high school through just after college maybe where I kind of checked out from it. But I went back to it after that and I don't. I'm not as religious about watching it. Like, I don't watch the weekly shows or anything, but it's something I go to frequently to, whether it's, like, watching old stuff or, you know, just kind of reading about it, whatever. Like, it's still something I, I'm into, and I really like the art art form of it. So, big fan of that pro wrestling. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes it a passion. It's something that you came back to. It doesn't mean you can't say take some time off to kind of, you know find yourself but when you come back to it that's how you really know it is a passion that is very true it's very wise words thanks i just uh 
pulled that out of my ass, but I will take full <laughs> credit for you thinking it's wise. All right, Vakaran, what is your number five? Uh, ooh, my number five. And you know what? Really quick, if if I could digress for just a minute, please. Be pimp. Be pimp. I had a run in. You know, I had like a five year run, like fourth grade through freshman year of high school, all over it. I think that was like probably around the time when WCW versus WWE was like a huge thing, right? I think Hogan would just go. I think I was I was there for like all the NWO stuff, and I was obviously huge Shawn Michaels fan. Heartbreak Kid, right? HBK. Yeah. I was all in on him and a couple other dudes. Okay, wait. Before you get into number five, did they really abbreviate Heartbreak Kid HBK? (laughs) Because you should not abbreviate three one-syllable words. It's not easier to say. No, I know. I don't know what... I'm thinking about it now once I said it. I don't know what the... I think it was because they wanted to put it on shirts and stuff. But they did call him that a lot. Unbelievable. Okay. Sorry, my digression of your digression is over. Please, return to your digression. (laughs) Yeah, I just had to throw that out there for for Pimp. All right, so my number five is, and this is actually a little bit of a throwback to the first episode. Um, So hashtag Passion Project. My number five uh, is Chocolate Milk. Ooh. And... Yeah. And I'll tell you, I just... I don't know, I, and I just, I figure it's a passion only because I just don't see people drink chocolate milk as much as I do. And, like, not much, not even just drinking it, but, like, going out of my way to make it a part of, like, my week. <laughs> so, like, here's an example. So I think from if you go back and tune into the last episode, you'll hear, you know, my thoughts about um, uh, chocolate milk and more specifically, you know, Prairie Farms, which is my big, you know, my my ride or die folks at Uh, home go back and listen to that episode it is a gem (laughs) so so like just for a quick example you know and and the top five that of that we were doing on that one was top five drinks that you're getting at the convenience store you know so i'm telling you man if if i'm on a road trip and we're at the convenience store before anything else i'm getting a chocolate milk and um and i actually like like go out of my way to try to find chocolate milks at convenience stores if I'm in like a part of the country that I haven't been before because dude you can get those regional like very local chocolate milks at gas stations that you just haven't been so you're driving through like Nebraska and I actually was doing this I went to a Nebraska Iowa football game like last not this past Thanksgiving but the one before that I made sure that the whole car that I was in you know like we stopped at a, at a gas station in like close to you know the University of Nebraska, so I could see what their chocolate milk was about, and I'm glad I did because it was a dandy. I can't I can't tell you what it's called, but it was very good. I would think Nebraska um, would have pretty fine chocolate milk. Yeah, uh, and then like I'll do shit like uh, like if uh, you know if I know we're just going to be sitting around the house on like a Saturday, and you know we haven't planned to like make any uh, any kind of big breakfast or anything like that. I'll like if I'm up. Like, and usually I kind of wake up before my wife and my son. So, uh, if I'm up, I'll go to 7-Eleven and I'll get myself a quart of Prairie Farms chocolate milk and that's, that'll be my breakfast. That's perfect. Because chocolate milk is, (laughs) it is a breakfast. I love the fact that this is number five and you've already put me to shame on like my entire list. (laughs) 
You've done a great job of justifying it, too. Dude, hashtag passion projects. This yeah. is gonna be our. This is gonna be a spinoff from this podcast. That would be actually a pretty good uh, podcast too. You could have a whole episode on chocolate milk. Well, I hope everybody. I hope you guys have uh, a couple of minutes because I think I went for like five minutes on my number five. I think that might like. Uh, I think that might increase for four, four through one. Ooh! All right. Uh, <laughs> my number four is basketball. I wanted to be vague enough about it. It's just the sport. I could say it's also the Seattle Supersonics, but I love playing the game myself, too. I'm actually going to be testing uh, my own athletic ability this Friday. So by the time this comes out, this will be tomorrow, uh, to see if I can or cannot still dunk a basketball. Prepare you yourself. could? At one point, dunk? Yeah, I think I think I still can, but I don't know. Oh my god. How tall are you? Six He's two. a good dunker. I, well, I have long arms, and I can palm the ball, which helps. I used to throw him alley-oops when we played pickup. Wait, and, what? Oh yeah. I'm shocked. You gotta follow my Instagram. <laughs> You'll know. I'll post a video of it if I can dunk. If you never see a video of it, it's because I could no longer do it. <laughs> Dudes, I'm just, I'm blown away. I don't think I know anybody in my immediate, like, circle of family and friends who can dunk. It's, it's my number one skill as a human, without a doubt. B-Pip, can you dunk? No, no. Too much, uh, I've got, I'm too akin to Oliver Miller these days. Um, so I'm a, I'm a land-based mammal right now but uh <clears throat> i at one time when i was in really good shape in college when i would play basketball with andy i got to i could never cleanly dunk what i could do is i could palm the ball i could palm the ball pretty easy so i got my vertical to the point where i would get the ball like even with the rim like just to, about to get over but i never pulled off a clean dunk so i can't say that i could dunk dude I can't believe both of you guys could like. I just I don't even know anybody who gets close. I can't, I mean I got nothing. And dude, by the end, another best, thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, real quick, the best thing was when we would start when we would go play pickup games at DePaul. Like, if you were playing with people who you didn't know or whatever, like the game would start and we would, and I would just be waiting for the first opportunity when I could try throwing an alley <laughs> and and then we would do it and people would just have the same reaction that you're having right now. <laughs> That's unbelievable, dude. It's also AMS. because it's, it's out Kudos. of sync with how I play basketball otherwise. Like, I should be good at other elements of the game, but not really. You No, you're pretty good. You, you can... You can... You can always play a little bit. I'm not gonna... You're better than me. I mean, that's not, like, a great... <laughs> a great accomplishment, but, I mean, I was pretty good. Hey, next uh, time I'm in Chicago, we gotta play. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know where, but we'll just break into DePaul's gym and play. The old Ray Meyer Fitness Center. Yeah. All right, B-Pimp, what is your number four? My number four is very broad. It is comedy. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I'm just a comedy junkie. Everything I... Most things I watch, listen to, read, um, I, I just gravitate towards all forms of comedy. 
podcasts, stand-up specials, movies, TV shows, you know, YouTube videos, whatever it is. Big, huge, lifelong fan of comedians and the and the whole the whole art that goes into whether it is like a stand-up I, I enjoy a lot like there's this netflix special right now with all the stand-ups of the world they've got like four from each from all these crazy countries so that's really interesting to watch like a saudi arabian comic with subtitles and try to like figure out like most of them are still funny but i don't understand any of the references so that's been an I digress, but that's an interesting side project. Cool. Uh, but yeah, just big fan of comedy for my entire life. Do you have, uh, if, if not necessarily a top five, but you got any uh, shout-outs? Oh, yeah. Um, I'm a well, huge Brian Regan fan. Yeah. I think Brian Regan is extremely funny, especially because he doesn't... Um, he's relatively clean. Like He really doesn't get into any... He doesn't even swear very often. So it's like he's just purely it's purely based on ridiculous you know absurd kind of notions and he's just really good at delivering stuff. Um he's right now probably my favorite. I was always a big Dave Chappelle fan. Um I really like I really liked Bill Hicks. So it's kind of I'm I'm more into the like George Carlin. I'm into a lot of the uh ranty angry guys. I guess is how you would put it. I always like those. Do you guys mind if I digress for a sec? Digress away. <laughs> um, and and digress back to to Amet's year number four with with basketball, dude. You got to feel good about the Sonics coming back, right? The NHL team got approved. They got the stadium. Yeah, I actually. Some people I've talked to, other friends who are interested, seem to be of the opinion, and I think so am I, that. The stadium and the NHL team actually hurts the chances that the Sonics could come back. Oh, really? And it's because the owners of the arena, well, they're always interested in live concert events. And then, so they'd be focusing on that and the NHL team. They said that they'd be open to an NBA team. But I'm not sure the interest would be there from potential NBA buyers, in part because they wouldn't own the arena that they play in, which is usually something that an NBA owner would want. Um, so I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to help or not. I really hoped it would. And I, I still think it's like it's not a bad thing. Um, but, I yeah, I don't know. We shall see. But, and this is a... Fun hockey fact, the Seattle Metropolitans were the very first winner of the Stanley Cup. Hey. Yep, 1917. So, dude. But it was called the NHA, not the NHL at the time. Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup, though. Stanley Cup is the Stanley Cup. So, we're the first winners, and uh, I think we're going to win it in two years when the team starts. Nice. And, dude, and you know what? The cool thing about that is that, you know, you're going to get all the, uh, uh, you know, you guys are going to have that supplemental draft, which is going to be super sweet, which was awesome, like, when Vegas came in. Oh, I know. And the rules are set up in a weird way for the NHL. That a new team can so just awesome. go right to the top. And and in the, in the, in the Chicago-Seattle uh, connection, I actually think that that's how uh, Chicago is going to get rid of a contract, one of their big contracts. 
So I think you guys are going to end up with somebody decent from Chicago because it's going to be one of their big contract guys. So, yeah. So I'm sorry. Huge, huge, huge digression there. But, dude, I just wanted to uh, to get your thoughts on that because I, 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 my, my first thought when I, I heard about that NHL team was like, oh, well, I mean, the Sounders are coming back. Uh, so my number four is our our tour movies slash like kind of being a movie snob. So I've got, I've just got like my own kind of list of directors that I consider like auteur directors that kind of half and half lines up with everybody's list of auteur directors. Like, so, you know, you go through the, the, you know, auteur directors and everyone's just like, you know, Coppola, Scorsese, you know, Tarantino, you know, I, I think probably everybody would agree that Paul Thomas Anderson is in the list now. I I don't know, but so basically, it's just like I've, I've got my own little list that I consider like auteur directors, and I'm super snobby about it. I don't see any Marvel movie in the theaters. If I come across it some other way, I will. And I'm like, I'm just like extra, extra snobby about my movies. <laughs> That's the way so, to be, I think. So I'm super. So I'm. So I think it's it's probably officially a passion at this point. So my so. Coppola and Scorsese, uh, fine. You know, most Scorsese movies are obviously good, like, cool. Um, Tarantino movies I like, like the last, uh, the, the Hateful Eight, when that came out last, I, like, I bought the ticket for, like, that kind of, uh, uh, oh, shit, I, I forgot the number of millimeter film, but you could go see it on, like, that good millimeter film, and there was, like, an intermission, and you got, like, a, a stage booklet for it, so I spent some money on that, that was really cool. Wow, nice, yeah, uh, nice. Other than that, you know, Paul Thomas Anderson. I like Spike Jones a lot, and I really like Adam McKay as well. Um, so just kind of my own personal list of auteur directors and being a movie snob. Did you see Vice? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I did see Vice. So little little lame thing about me that I don't know if everybody needs to know about Vakaran. But um, – this, oh man, this is going to sound so lame. I hate saying it out loud, but it's relevant to what we're talking about, so I feel like I should say it. Say it. I'm a member of SAG, Screen Actors Guild. Whoa, nice. <laughs> Can you get me in? Huh? Can you get me in, SAG? Um, I don't think so. I, th- I don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so every year for the SAG Awards... You know, like there's the, uh, the the you know the Screen Actors Guild they have an award show, mm-hmm. and it actually was just like a couple week a week or two ago, but every year they send out um, screeners for the nominees. Nice. So I usually get to watch like all these movies at home. Um. So I did. So, basic point of the story is that Vice was a screener, and so yes, I I did see Vice, um, and I it was it was good. Like it was fine, and I and, and you know McKay is on my list. I really really like him. Um, in particular, I really, really, really like. I think Big Short might be like top three favorite movie of all time. Wow, nice. Really, really like Big Short, but I didn't like uh, I didn't like uh, Vice as much um, as Big Short. But I just that's only because I thought Big Short was so great, and Vice was okay. It was all right. It was fine. I will say, it looks like Christian Bale went through a, a pretty remarkable transformation. Yeah. I, that's what he does, right? Yeah, I have heard mixed opinions on the movie, and I haven't seen it yet myself. But it's pretty I convincing. Think it's fine. It's just like as much as as much as like you you know like 
it's just Dick Cheney. That's just, it's like it's it's a whole movie about Dick Cheney and you know it, love him or hate him. Either way, you know wherever you are on this on the political spectrum, it's still Dick Cheney. <laughs> you know, so it's like he was just kind of a boring dude and did a lot of his stuff behind the scenes, right? Yeah. And so like I don't you know I don't know he the movie was just kind of reflected that almost. Well, that's uh no that is a good passion. And uh, I myself, I mean, I, I like uh, auteur directors, but I, when it comes down to it, I, I'm not sure I'm actually, uh, I, I don't think I'm that particular in my movie liking. Although my wife might say otherwise. Uh, all right, my number three is... So that's where we're going to leave this episode. Join us again in two weeks when we count down our top three passions and we discover if Vodka Ron has to drink his shots of vodka. Plus, we're going to get to your emails. All of that in two weeks. So join us again for the Whiskey Sessions. Thank you again for listening. Peace out.